Welcome to Empowering Entrepreneurs. I'm Emily Oswald. And I'm Sarah Brophy. And we are the owners of The Digital Destination. We're bringing you motivational reminders and stories from fellow business owners. Get empowered with us and stay hungry for success. Hi, everyone. It's Sarah. It's me again this week. I'm so excited because we have a guest with us today. We have Emily Moorhead with The Couch Therapy. Hi, Emily. Hey, Sarah. Thanks for having me on. Hey, so I am so excited to have you on here and just get to talk to you and get to know more about um, The Couch Therapy and learn more about the industry. So just to start out, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about the couch therapy? Yeah, so um, my name is Emily, and I'm a licensed professional counselor in the state of Texas, and I co-own the couch therapy with my business partner, Monique Lee, um, who's a licensed clinical social worker in the state of Texas. And we wanted to have a place in Texas specifically that offered like mental health care for everyone, meaning come as you are, exactly who you are. You don't have to fit into a box. Um, and we opened in 2020 um, and we offer like mental health services. So like therapy, um, we offer support groups um, and we offer that all over the state of Texas, virtually or in person in our Colleyville or Allen offices. And so you said you started in 2020. What was that like for you guys? Yeah, I mean, it's like the wildest, never could predict business path. Um, we started, you know, getting all of our documents submitted to the state and, you know, doing all the PLLC paperwork starting like January 2020. Had no idea, you know, what was to come. And literally, Sarah, our lease started March 15th, 2020. Like just impeccable timing on our part. Um, it was it completely changed our whole business plan and looking back now, like changed it in the absolute best ways. Um, but at the time it was like, Oh my goodness, how do we pivot? What do we do? Um, and really and truly like fully believing that that was the right thing for how our business needed to open and start, um, is like the viewpoint now at the time it was like, I'm going to pull all my hair out. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that was like, actually probably really scary for you guys too yeah. um, especially because I'm sure that you know a big financial investment for you guys yeah. especially like getting into a lease I, that's like the time like you said the timing that is so crazy yeah. so like what did you guys kind of do what kind of was your game plan once you knew like oh like this isn't gonna be what we originally thought yeah. So Monique and I both really wanted to do in-person therapy. Like that was our experience doing therapy before. That was what we wanted to do. And obviously COVID just like wrecked that plan. Um, and so we really had to like lean in and embrace the mental health space through like telehealth. Um, so doing like an online HIPAA platform for therapy. And I just remember feeling like, oh, it's not going to feel the same. Um, and the first few weeks of it, it was like, 
oh no, this is so accessible. This is so helpful for everyone. Um, I can do it from the comfort of my home, safety of my home at that time. This client can do it from the safety of their home, no matter like, are they working from home? Do they have a kiddo at home? So it actually, in my opinion, really broadened accessibility of mental health care um, and really made it to where you didn't have to commute to go see your therapist. Like you could see your therapist in your jammies, no bra from your bed and like just be exactly who you were. Um, and so I really think that it contributed to more people asking for more help. Um, and so just like pivoting to the online space was where we went. It was where the mental health community went and we just like followed um, kind of blindly um, and just like reached out to our peers and did a lot of community support as we like learned to pivot um, because that was a lot of like loneliness and isolation of like, we've never done this before. How do we do this? Yeah, I'm sure that was, that was a hard pivot to make too, but yeah. you're right. I feel like that was such a, because now I know you guys, you have your two locations, but you also mm -hmm. have online therapy as well, which is so great that you're able to offer it in that way. Mm -hmm. um, and especially, like you said, it is so much more accessible to people and that's so many more people that you're able to help. So that's absolutely amazing. I am interested. So tell me what inspired the name, the couch therapy. I just think that's so cute. Like, I just <laughs> think that's such a cute name. Like, I just love it. Thank you. Um, we've had a few people like, um, you know, one of the guys was in his like eighties and he was like putting up our sign in our, in our, um, in our building in Allen. And he was like, so you sell couches? And I was like, ah, oh, that was my fear. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was so funny, but I mean, really the name came from like the old school psychoanalytic therapy where you like would lay on this like beautiful leather couch and like say all of these things. Um, but it also came from when I was in grad school, um, my professor, basically our school like stipend us to go to therapy. And the, the statement was, you cannot sit on the couch. You cannot sit on the other side of the couch without being on the couch. And so like being a practice that believes mental health care for all also means that we are all people that have done therapy and have like taken care of ourselves in that way. And so just like honoring that relationship that we understand it's a sacred spot. It's hard to get there. It's hard to ask for help. Um, but we've also been there too. Just really kind of encompasses that like come as you are feeling. No, I absolutely love that. And um, when I actually first approached Emily, I think I found you through the Fort Worth Business Gals page. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. But I, that was the first thing that I saw. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I was like, that is such a I loved your branding. Um, I loved like the message as well that you guys put out there. Um, and you guys have just been showing up just so beautifully and authentically online that I was like, oh my gosh, I have to talk to this girl. I was like, this is this is so cool. I, I loved I loved the name as well. I was very very drawn to it, and I did not think you guys were a couch store. <laughs> Thank <all>. goodness. <laughs> already talked about like what some of the challenges you faced when starting the couch therapy which was obviously opening in 2020 right off the bat I was like oh that was probably a big thing but was there anything else um, that you just had to learn to overcome as a business owner once you and your business partner started the couch therapy 
I feel like that um, there have been so many like learning lessons along the way. Um, I feel like every few months, like we get a big like, oh, that hurts so good to learn that. Um, I think one of the big pieces when we opened was really experiencing the discrimination of being like a female owned business. Um, that was really eye-opening when we got our first um like office space i just remember like the statements of like men of like oh like we need to see your husband's like tax information um one assuming that monique or i are married two assuming that like we can't financially support like what we're doing um and even when we got our second location that was still a statement of like prove to us um, and just like really felt like slimy and uncomfortable. Um, we've definitely had like when we were interviewing like to hire a CPA, like, um, oh, girls, you know, those kind of statements or, oh, you remind me just of my daughter. And, you know, Monique and I have worked really hard to establish a business and um, just like feeling like we didn't get the respect um, that we deserved and had earned um, as business women was really like it brings up a lot of frustration for us. Um, and so I think just like we knew obviously like as women, we talk about these hurdles, but like to experience it was a whole nother piece of that pie. Well, Emily and I are in a, a partnership as well. Um, and definitely that is something that has come up for us as well. So we can definitely relate to, to that feeling and almost feeling like you're almost not taken seriously, even though you you're, you know, great at what you do and, and you've thought through your business. Um, so yeah, that's definitely like a big, that is a big hurdle to, to overcome, but it does sound like you guys like really address that with grace and you like worked through it. So, but yeah, that's definitely a really tough thing to, to deal with, especially as women in business. What advice would you have for maybe somebody in your position that's looking at opening up their own practice? Yeah, I I love the idea of like entrepreneurship in the therapy world um, and also at the same time, like feel like you can't do it alone. Um, and so like immediately building a community that can like work with you and like mentor you and also just like kind of say like, man, I learned this the hard way and I don't want you to. Um, let me help you learn this a little bit of an easier way. Um, and I think just doing like clinical work in private practice, like you need to be processing cases with other clinicians and hearing other voices. Um, and so I, I think that like never doing it alone and always seeking like clinical supervision or support is huge. Um, I think that's why like you and I are both a part of the Fort Worth Girls Gang. And I feel like that like that business gals organization is just a group of women that doesn't want to do business alone. And um, it's so cool to like have a connection and a network um, of women that take care of each other and mentor each other. Um, and so find pockets of that in um, your specialty, I think is crucial. Um, and then my second piece of advice, we all at the couch, like have our own specializations. So like 
trainings that we're interested in, clients that we're super passionate about working in. Um, and so as like you're building your clinical knowledge, also just like reminding yourself like what the work is that you love doing. Um, so I love working with like reproductive mental health, like love working in the infertility community, working in, um, you know, perinatal mental health, working with women with um, like PMDD, but that's not everyone's cup of tea here. And so when the phone rings, like that's, that's a client for me. Um, and when the phone rings for, you know, um, anxiety and OCD, that's a phone call for Mallory, our therapist. Um, and so just like having diversification of your specialty, I think is really, really helpful. Yeah. No, I love that. That's amazing. And and that's something just to think about too. And I love what you said about not doing it alone. Mm -hmm. That's so, so important. Um, for those of you who know Emily and I's story, we both had uh, marketing businesses individually um, for about, Emily had her business for about two years. I had my social media business for about a year. Um, and then we eventually merged together and it has just been a huge weight lifted um, to do it together and not have to pursue a business on your own. If anything, I would say it keeps me sane just to have somebody to talk to if I'm having a hard time with a client or mm -hmm. if it's just a bad day, which we all have, of course. And it's just so great to have somebody who is doing the same thing that really understands what you're going through. Um, so definitely having, even if it's not a business partner, like we said, like getting into um, just somewhere with fellow entrepreneurs where you can um, just talk about whatever you're dealing with um, and just have people that that understand and are in the same walk that you're in. Um, so that was so great, Emily. Thank you so much. Um, so since this is empowering entrepreneurs, what we like to do at the end of each show is um, we like or if you have a motivational quote or just something that you want to share with us that kind of helps you get through the ups and downs of starting a business. We'd love to hear if you have any quotes or motivational sayings. Yeah. So I have, um, it's like my all time favorite quote and I feel like it's business. It's personal. It just like really grounds me. Um, and it's by Cheryl Strayed um, from Tiny Beautiful Things. Um, and she says, you don't have a right to the cards you believe you should have been dealt. You have an obligation to play the hell out of the ones you've been holding. And um, I just like love that so much um, because it just kind of says like things are going to go wrong. You're going to have to pivot. Um, but the cards in your hand are the ones that you are now playing. And I love that quote because it reminds you of like, okay, this is difficult. Of course it is. Let's acknowledge that. And let's go with what we have. Um, and so I think just like specifically in business, that has been a game changer for me. Um, I've also, I also used that. I had an infertility journey and that was a big inspiring quote for me during that. So I just kind of love that it's like joined me across like different life stages. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's beautiful. And I love that quote so much. I've never heard that before, but I really like that. Well, Emily, thank you so, so much for joining me today. Um, I really appreciate you coming on and um, talking about the couch therapy and just your life as an entrepreneur. So thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Sarah. Keep doing the great work that you're doing. If you enjoyed this podcast, subscribe to your favorite platform and leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. 
You can learn more about the digital destination and work with our small business by finding us on Instagram or Facebook at thedigitaldestination.co.